Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And I know that you are here to listen to the best humans on the planet to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. Let's do this. And so today I definitely found a gem for you guys. I know you're going to be excited. Her name is Debbie and she's the author of books that are about following your heart and know that God loves you and is supporting you. So we're going to talk about that. She has a program called the Dream Pollination Project. She's a certified life meditation and energy healing coach. And her practice is centered on faith in God. And she is the expert, I love this, in helping you replant, nurture, and bring your dreams into full bloom. Hello, I told you I had a good one today. So Debbie, welcome. Welcome to Straight Talk. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I love your energy. You got me all pumped for the day. (laughs) I'm excited. Thank you. It's my ADHD, Debbie. It's my ADHD. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Thank you. It's your superpower. So, I think it I think it is. I used to always think as I was growing up that you know it was a distraction, you know what I'm saying? And now it's like that's like totally my superpower. I believe that. That's, that's so cool. cool. So Debbie, the way I like to start the show is with that little question, who are you? Right? That's an easy one. That's an easy one. Well, <laughs> Who are you? you? Know, so, some people just call me Debbie Cruz, but my friends call me Deborella K Rock and Cruz. So you know, oh, there you go. <laughs> That's awesome. But um, I, I'm just just like everybody else. You know, I grew up in a in a great neighborhood. I have a wonderful family. You know, I followed all the rules. I went to school. I went to college, and. You know, I thought that my dreams were what I was told. Get a really good job, go into the city, you'll find a husband, you'll get married and you'll be great. Or, oh, you don't need a man. Oh, go and get a job and just keep climbing up the corporate ladder. And yeah, yeah. You know, so there was not enough cute boys at the first job. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to they, get two uh, for one, two for one, right? Get married like, and have the corporate the inventory here. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, no, there were there were plenty. I will say that. Uh, I I started out as an account executive, and you know, I, it was so much fun when I my first job out of college because. We started off as a, a big group. I think there were like 20 of us and hmm. we're all friends still today. That's good. And yeah, and it was it was fun. It was exciting. It was uh, financial printing. So to make a long story short, it's very hard to explain kind of a job. But once you file something with the Securities and Exchange Commission, it's usually right after the bell rings and, you okay. know, then you have to print it for the public and you know, printing was all manual then. There's no digital. It wasn't sending an email and a PDF. So we had people on planes going down to Washington, D.C. to get stamped. And it was a 24-7 job. It was it was pretty crazy. And um, we went through a lot uh, while I was there. I was there for a really long time. And I just didn't see my career there. Mm-hmm. I learned 
a little bit of everything. And I just didn't feel like I liked the job. Um, I don't know that I ever really liked the job. I just liked the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, it was like, oh, no, 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 there's a better job for you. So, you know, I just kept chasing for what that better is. Yeah. And, you know, it was like, yeah. oh, this is nice, but I don't, you know, this isn't really what I like. This isn't what I like. And I had jobs that I had fun at and, you know, worked with really great people, but I was never felt fulfilled. And I just kept being told or telling myself at that point that it was more money. It was better title. And those things were going to give me happiness. But all I saw was a whole lot of time through by, flew by, you know, my friends are all getting married, had, had families, you know, I was in dead end relationships. I had, didn't have a good relationship with my family. I was always working. I was always on the road. I would wake up and be like, I'm not even sure what town I'm in. I don't remember. And I was like, this is miserable. Yeah. And I went to the highest point that I I had an executive level. And I was like, this has to be the answer. And it was the worst. It it was like all the other stuff that I didn't like felt like I'd rather do that than this. And I was like, it just inside of me, I thought that I was going to die. I I felt Mm. like I looked in the mirror. I didn't know who I was. I didn't like who I was. I was angry and miserable all the time. And I'm like, my insides are going to eat me. Right. And this is miserable. And I was just prayed, God, you have to tell me what to do here because Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I apparently have not been listening to you. And he just spoke to me a, a while later and said, I want you to start writing and just leave this job and I'll take care of the rest. And as wild and crazy as it sounded, it sounded a lot better than letting something inside of me eat me and mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. here anymore. So I left. I listened and I left and I wrote three books in nine months. And they're all about following your heart and knowing that you're loved and protected. I didn't go out seeking out to write books that were all about that and being so meaningful. I sought out in my head what God told me was, Right. I want to write the best lifetime movie of the week, you know. Right, right. Those, you know, uh, my aunt was a big lifetime movie woman. So it was. Yeah, like, I used to oh, love it too. Four o'clock, <laughs> let's go watch Lifetime. Right, movie. right. And I thought that I, I was like, these are, I could do this. Like I could write these. And, you know, they are a little of the, that level of, you know, there's romance in it and it's crazy. And then, you know, it all comes together, but it doesn't always have a, a happy ending. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah, wrote them following I, my heart. Yeah. No, I was, I was just thinking like, as you're talking, because you know, there, there has been so many of those moments in my life as well, right? Um, as uh, somebody who believes in God very strongly, and I have a great relationship with God. And um, I've had definite moments that I can tell you about where he, I know that I know that I know that I know that it's him, right? Um, so tell me about how did you cultivate that relationship? Because, um, you know, I know that through it didn't just happen because one day you were frustrated with work and said, okay, God, you know what I mean? So what was that relationship like? How did you cultivate that? Well, I always felt that I had a strong relationship with God and I, I didn't understand how I was so young and I knew things that were like at an adult level. I had an adult a mm-hmm. voice in my mm-hmm. head. 
And I would remember things when I was really, really young and talk to my parents about me coming here. Like I, I, I was there at my birth. Like I remember being born and I told my parents every detail of where everybody was standing, what everybody was wearing. And they're like, oh, you saw pictures. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm too. Right. Yeah. And so there was those things where I was, there were angels talking to me. There was God talking to me. And I just remember coming from a previous life. And I remember fighting and being like, yeah, no, I'm just, I didn't sign up for this. And it felt like there's this adult voice in my head with like a martini and a cigarette, like, you signed up for this lady. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to do this. It was like, well, you're here. It'll be fine. Just, it'll be great. You'll love it. It'll be great. And I'm like, oh, right, right, right. It's all over again. That is so funny. <laughs> so yeah, I always had a, a relationship with God, but there was distinct moments where God was loud and spoke to me and like, it shook me and I didn't listen because I didn't trust it. And when I was in deep in the bad situation because I didn't listen to God to get out, you know, uh, and it was this, this one in particular was a bad relationship. It was like, Oh my gosh, how did I get here? And I was right. like, that was really God a few months ago that said, just get out, like get out of this relationship. It's not going to go in a good place. Right. And it really went to a, a hard place. Um, and I was like, I'm never going to not, I'm never going to ignore that voice again. I am. Uh, right. I have to listen. And I would just keep asking for that voice to come to me. And when it came to me, it was, I, I promised you, God, I would not ignore you again. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm doing it. I may not know exactly what that means. And I feel ridiculous, but I'm, I'm trust you. I'm going to yeah. put my trust in you. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that speaks so uh, that speaks so much to my heart and it that speaks volumes i'm sure that people who are listening are just thinking oh my gosh i've definitely have felt that prompting i've definitely felt that sh that like strong feeling that overtakes you where you know you're supposed to do this thing but your fear gets in the way right because debbie let's be real right when we climb the corporate ladder right and we're up there uh, up there, whatever up there means. Right. And, uh, and you have this position because with the position comes a lot of responsibility and yes, you get more income as well. And a lot of times with the more income also come more debt and more other things. And so it's hard. It is very hard to just say, I don't feel like doing the corporate ladder anymore. I'm going to go right. Right. So for those people who are listening, because you know, a large part of my audience are, you know, business people, right? So they're, they're people or leaders. They're just leaders or entrepreneurs. And a lot of uh, people are transitioning right now, as you know, in their life. They're like, do I really want to do this? You know, mm -hmm. I, I, um, I immediately think about my client because it was a client of mine who was um, a C-suite in her, in her corporation. And we were talking about some things that she was struggling with. And one of the things she said right off the bat was, I just want to be home with my kids. I don't want to do this shit anymore. Like that just came out. Right. And she yeah. was almost even afraid to say like, Oh, you know, and I said to her, okay. And she was like, yeah, I, want, I just want to be home with my kids. But I, don't. I said, well, what does that feel like? She goes, what is that? What does that feel? What is she never thought of that? 
right? And so what was that moment for you? Like, how did you actually, I know that you said you felt God telling you, this is it, you got to leave. But there's a, there's a, there's a, something that happens in between the actually God saying it and actually doing it, right? So I want to know about that space right there. What was that? Uh, Well, the space is the dead, the dead space of, you know, you come home and you're miserable. And Mm -hmm. now, I, uh, I was, my last job was in Brooklyn and I live nowhere close to Brooklyn. So the travel in for two hours and the travel out two hours every day, if you've ever been in New York oh, city man. traffic, like is yeah. Oh, yeah. miserable. That was miserable. The panic attacks um, that I had before that job, it, it just, you know, when they become so bad that you're paralyzed. Yeah. Um, I am very, spiritually connected and you know i do get lots of signs and symbols and i do most people would call them ghosts or spirit i i do see them too and i before i left i was at a remote part of the building because we were revamping um the office that i was in and i was there was this long hallway with windows on one side of the hallway and i started to notice that i was as i was walking i saw or an, uh, a shadow of a man in a trench coat and, and glasses and a hat. And I was sort of like, oh, maybe just it's the shadows on my reflection. And then I noticed as I passed by, it was still there. And it was every day. And I was like, there's something going on. So I started to talk to this spirit. And I found out that this person died at this job, not for like not like somebody did harm to this person but this Mm -hmm. person died at this job and it was sort of the same reasons that I was talking about of like I killed myself to get here and I killed myself to be here and I died inside like I died Mm. and I was asking people like people around me I'm like you know you've worked here a long time did somebody die here and they're like you know so they they told me that you at the first they're like no and then all of a sudden somebody came forward and they're like yeah there's something happened and the, apparently this person t- took his life because it was the job was too stressful right right and i was already scared i was like i feel like something something like like i'd be pushed to not i i don't think i would ever do that because i i it is just not my nature but i felt like i was going to have a heart attack or like I was going to yeah. get in a car accident. Yeah. Or like it you was. You didn't feel like you. I didn't yeah. feel like me. But what I see now, and I think it's important to state, is that what was really happening to me is I am spiritually connected. There was a piece of me that died. It was the piece of me that didn't belong to me anymore. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that was that piece that was terrified of dying because I was going to leave it behind. And when I said I'm leaving this job and I'm leaving all of that behind me, all mm-hmm of not the years and years of of jobs, not just that last job. I'm not picking on that last job at all. It, you know, all of that had to die. All of Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. negativity, all the person people. And I was going home to nobody because I I felt like I was working 24 seven. I didn't take the time to meet the right. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Person. Um, and I, I didn't have friends that were close. I was close with anymore. I didn't know my family anymore. And I was like, I'm alone. And I'm, you know, you're like in your early forties, you're like, I'm so old. You're like, Oh, you haven't even got there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. But you know, you tell yourself all my, all my dreams are done. My life is ruined. This is it. Forget yeah. it. And you know, yeah. you, you pile it on and once you make that choice of, I choose me, I choose what God mm-hmm. gave me. I choose what God brought me here to be. And the dollar signs made me so miserable. It didn't matter. I didn't love it. It just made me further. It, it took me further away from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And everything. And That's- I was able to turn it around. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So, you know, because um, I, I'm really, first of all, I'm very proud of you because, you know, to, to to boldly, that is a bold thing to do. I know that a lot of people right now, you know, the great resignation, blah, blah, blah. That's not an easy thing. People are not just doing it because it's, it's the easy thing to do. Most of us, especially if we've been in a career or following and chasing a career for a long time, not easy, right? But you did, you did it. So then you uh, took your, you went and you wrote your books and you have your novels out, but you're also like doing some coaching stuff too, right? Cause you're a certified life coach. You're doing meditation and energy work and all that kind of stuff. So I want to talk about that. So how did you transition into doing this kind of work? Um, and uh, you know, any regrets, are there any regrets of leaving what you were doing or anything like that? No, I mean, it's, it's actually just totally unfolded in such a beautiful way of, you know, I just sat here and said, throw it all away, but you don't throw your skills away. I mean, you have to throw your skills away. And I, I always feel like, you know, you have those moments where you feel like you failed because you, you walked away, right? you didn't, you know, and I, I took that time to say, no, celebrate the things that you did good. And I looked through all the moments that I really loved and enjoyed and the progress that I made and achievements that I had made and awards and all these things that I had accomplished to me that, I mean, they still don't, you know, keep me warm at night, but at the same time I did that. I did all of that already. So it's a different phase of my life. And now I can take all the good work that I did of working with employees of being able to use my skill set of I do have a clairvoyance and I could see all the beauty and goodness in you. And I don't want to fire you. You know, I, I don't want to see these people on the list of who's this yeah. to go. I want to rehab these people. So I ran a lot of programs at all um, the last few jobs that I was at of running programs to make people the best version of themselves. And it's not a path of you have to follow ABC. It's what is it that you're good at? let's move people to where they're supposed to be and what's right for them. And let's all flourish together. And you're watching profitability go up. You're watching employees morale go up. You know, nobody's calling out sick and everybody's happy and just building that environment. So I learned to take that and I'm like, I'm going to build on that. And now that I'm on my own, I could do more with that. 
know, yeah. I can bring in my spirituality with that. I can bring in what I know of meditation and energy healing. And it's not like that that's how the practice is going to go. It's knowing how to utilize it for you, um, for understanding how to change the energy in the room, how to change the energy at your job that you're miserable at, how to meditate in those moments when you're having an anxiety attack because you don't want to be there. That's good. And, and it's important to just... Yeah. No, you are always in control of your life and your future and God is guiding the way. There's just simple tools that can get you through those hard moments. Yeah. And yeah. I have a client that she's like, I love my job. I love everything about it, but I'm at a place where I just snap at, at us, at us, you know, someone looks at me and I snap at them and I hate that on myself. And it's like, okay, well, there's a lot of things that you can do to get through that you're you're obviously fine with your job but maybe you're complacent with the job and yeah that you need but learning how to condition condition the situation before it happens you know like taking yeah. your notes at the end of the day getting yourself ready at the beginning of the day how to breathe through a situation before you react through a situation and those are things that help you see clearer and see like all those roadblocks that you keep putting in the way if you can get mm -hmm. through the day of these hard situations then you could take it to the next level of thinking a little bigger and thinking a little bigger mm -hmm, and those mm -hmm. big problems of the finances the relationships the the, the you know i want to be in a better career i need to go back to school i just need to get out of here and go home and and be with my kids right you, know, you right. have to be the best version of yourself and you have to be able to handle where you are today to get to tomorrow. Yeah. Keep bringing tomorrow. If you keep bringing yesterday with you, you're always, you're always stuck in the day before, not, not getting into the next day. And that's how you yeah. get stuck in your rut. So it's learning it's how to true. get out of that cycle. That is so true. I mean, a lot of what you said there is, is just, it's spot on. Right. So tell me about, like when you're okay, so let's say somebody's listening right now and they're really struggling with with this, right? They're really struggling with, you know, um, maybe being short with people, not really knowing what they want to do. Um, maybe they want to change the energy in the room, you know, things like that. Like, what do you take your clients through? Like, what's let's just even not do the whole process if you don't want to, but what's the like the first things that you try to tackle with people when it comes to um, wanting to work with you as a client? Well, the first, I always start with career. Mm -hmm. You know, the, usually um, it's I'm miserable. I can't identify what I'm miserable at. So you want right. to pick on your spouse. You want to pick on your kids. And then the next thing is going to be, I hate my job. Oh, okay. Well, I hate my job is the easy one. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because your kids are <laughs> I'm sure are perfect. And your spouse is the greatest thing in the whole world. Right. So <laughs> of course, of course, <laughs> your job, yeah. I mean, job. Yeah. <laughs> so the job is the easy neutral avenue and that's yeah. usually where i can when people are like i want to get in i can't get in ego is always what's in the way right mm. and we all have it we all have that we also get stuck in the repetitive story in our head of i can't because fill in the blank i can't leave yeah. my job because i have a kid going to school oh i can't uh, go back to school because I don't have the money. I can't do this. There's an, I can, I can, I can, I can't. 
but I want you to fix me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's a set of band-aids. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, and I, I mean, that's a good point. That's a, that's a really valid point, Debbie, because I think, you know, um, like I said, a lot of the, the people who are listening to my show, and I have new listeners all the time, which is thank you so guys so much for listening. Um, but what Debbie's saying is is a real thing, right? When you hire somebody like Debbie, who's a certified coach, she's just meditation, um, energy healing, all of that great stuff, you have to also do the work, right? But Debbie cannot heal you. I cannot heal you. We can't heal you. But um, we can guide you, right? We can totally guide them. And I think that, you know, um, that sounds to me like that's what you're doing with your clients. You're guiding them to the best version of themselves, right? Yeah. Whatever that you know, version is for them. Right. It's not, you know, there's not one size fits all of how, right. to, how to help somebody. So I don't have this, oh, if you don't fit on, if you missed step five on my sheet. Like, <laughs> wait, I can't do this. Right. You know, it's, I understand what right. it looks like. I understand what it looks like to sit in your seat. And I... I've gone through a whole gamut of solutions and you know what, maybe I don't have this solution, but as long as I, we can get to a place where we hit a nerve, we know we hit a nerve and we want to mm -hmm. fix it. Mm -hmm. I, that's where I know what, what to do with. And right. I, I could take that and we can walk through what that cloud of dust looks like for you because that's fear and anxiety. That's all it is. And we can work through it. And there are so many tools for every situation. And if I don't know it, I will find it. Right. And right. I'm just here to be the person to, it is a meditation. It is the way of, okay, I'm here and I'm meditating you through what you need to do. But I'm really just sitting here having a conversation with you. And I just know how, how to jog the right questions to get right. you to see the right answers. Mm -hmm. and to get through some simple moments. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and that, you know, I always say this and I know people who listen to my podcast hear me say this all the time, but I always feel like every person needs a coach. Like every person needs a coach because you need a separate set of eyes. You need a separate set of eyes to see where maybe you don't have a peripheral where you're not really seeing on that side. Right. So I think what you're saying is super valid. Um, and you're right, because I think I know I know that we lots of time already have the answer within us. Right. And if not, we're seeking that knowledge. So I, I believe that um, when you when you have those questions, those probing questions. And as a certified life coach, cause I am too, we're, we're taught that, right. You're trained, you're taught, you do your hours, you know, how, you know how to do that. Um, sometimes I do that to myself, Debbie. I don't know if you do it to you, but I do it to me, right. When I'm stuck in something, I'm like, okay, let's, let's walk through that. You know? Um, yeah. but I have, I have coaches in my life too. Cause I just feel like everybody needs one. You need that person, you know? So Debbie, before, uh, we wrap up, I do want you to let us know like about your books a little bit, like where we can find them. Um, how people who are listening to you right now and saying, wow, I totally connect with someone who is um, uh, uh, certified in, in meditation and energy healing, like all that great stuff, right? Because there are particular people that really love that, right? And so, and I have those on my audience because I have people who are, I'm, I, you know, I believe in God. I'm very much about God. I also do believe in your atmosphere and your energy in the space, in the room. I do because I've seen it affect me, right? And I know you have too, Debbie, right? Like when you're, you walk into a place and you know it's not right, you feel it immediately. Nobody's even said anything. You feel it, 
right? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, about that, how people can get your books and where can they support you, how they can work with you, all that great stuff. Yes, I, I try to keep it as simple as possible. So you can also reach out to me anytime on my website and that's D-E-B-B-Y-K-R-U-S-Z.com. Okay. I try to keep my social media the same. So it's at Debbie Cruz, again, D-E-B-B-Y-K-R-U-S-Z. And that's TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest. Oh my gosh, Ooh, omnipresent, omnipresent. And I'm working, <laughs> on, I'm working on uploading my YouTube page. So it's out there. But yeah, you can find me on any of those platforms. Uh, I would love to offer to all your listeners a free download of Soul Meets Body, which is my last novel oh, that's, that's nice. out there. Um, you can get all of them. You can find the links on my social media as well as on my website and Amazon.com. That's wonderful. Hey, guys, you heard that? You better go get that book. You better go get that book. Uh, oh, Deb, this was really, really fun. I really uh, thank you so much for coming here and just, you know, sharing this space with me and just being honest and authentic and true to who you are. And I love talking to people like that because I know that because I'm a straight talker, my audience is a straight talker. So when people can just be authentically who they are, you know what I'm saying? Like that to me is what I mean when I say straight talking, right? We're just being real, right? Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for spending this time with me. Honestly, thank you so much. Appreciate thank you it. so much for having me. I, this was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, I'm going to make sure to link all of Debbie's information below so you don't miss it. Okay, so don't forget to go on to her website. Everything lives there. That way you can follow her on all of her media handles and get that book. You better not, you better not sleep on that. Go get that book. And also I'm sure Debbie, that you have your um, information on there for anybody who wants to work with you, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Perfect. I'll send Perfect. that to you. And it, you can also just click on my website and click uh, on the top right corner to right. make me have a meeting with me. Excuse me. <laughs> well, hey, listen, Debbie's everywhere. You heard her. She's on Pinterest and Instagram and TikTok. And she's everywhere, guys. So you guys can find her. Thank you guys so much for spending time with us. I love you guys so much. This is Nina Perez, Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You are the best, okay? I have the best podcasting community ever. I really do. And I appreciate you guys being on here. Make sure you go on to winject.com slash register, W-I-N- jectcom slash register and register for my free community because I want to be really um, connected with you and I want us to brainstorm and be with each other and connect in a deeper way. If you are looking for coaching, please make sure that you also email me at hello at straighttalknosugaredit.com. I work with women and I help them develop that business that they are envisioning in their hearts so that they can win. Thank you guys so much for being here. Love you, love you, love you. This is Dina Perez, Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time.